Jody Vance in for Jill. I'm here today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, so hopefully you can join me as we move through the week. It's been a very busy, fast-moving show today. Time to talk some housing and how maybe some of us were wiping our brow a little bit when the Bank of Canada decided to not raise rates to hold. Last week, it was like, please, so many people are maxed out and feeling the pinch, the heat that is these rising interest rates, even though You know, traditionally, we've seen rates much higher than 5%, and yet it's still ultra painful. Needed to cool the market, and yet at the same time, hurting people where they literally live. We want to talk that through with real estate agent from uh, Stillhaven Real Estate Services. Doug Gibson is on the line. Hey, Doug. Hey, Jody. How are you doing? Uh, Good. Thank you. Glad to have you aboard to talk through some of the complexities about um, how we hear on one hand, we need to raise rates to cool things down. And yet, boy, it really brings the heat on uh, the bottom line for so many citizens trying to deal with an affordability crunch. Yeah, that's true. I mean, most people that have had a variable mortgage or, you know, a line of credit have definitely felt it. Um, And I think, What's been interesting, you know, with our housing market in Canada, actually, is that the majority of homeowners here have uh, a fixed rate mortgage. So there's been a little it hasn't been a a full storm because there are the people with fixed rates. And we actually just had a the chief economist from the BCREA speak to us this morning. um, And something that I had wondered but never knew but found out today is that uh, around 45 percent of homeowners don't have a mortgage. So, you know, it's definitely uh, hitting people that, uh, that are in the variable rate, but it's probably less than we really think. So it actually is some relief for most, is what you're saying. It's some relief for most that Bank of Canada is holding. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think for, right. you know, all for borrowing in general, it, I think that's, that's a relief um, for sure. But I mean, what, what another phenomenon that's happening right now is that rents are so high that, you know, if people mm. are um, somewhat, you know, evicted because maybe a homeowner is going to move in or they sell the place, they don't want to rent again because they might be at a cheaper rent, say $1,500, and it's doubled to 3000 So they can go in and buy a, a, a one-bedroom condo. Uh, with with a down payment, but they'll they'll be almost at somewhat similar payments um, with rents being so high right now. Doug Gibson is a real estate agent from Stillhaven Real Estate Services. And I think what it's funny because I just had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. We had people in from out of town and they were talking about rents in in Canada, basically, but in particular here in Metro Vancouver and how, you know, what once was because they had visited years and years ago and my rent for this big two bedroom, two bathroom with a view and fair view. And it just a great spot was $1,600 a month. That same apartment, uh, granted two decades later, but two decades later, it's three times as expensive and likely not even a rental anymore, but we could take the, you know, the $4,000, $5,000 a month that that might be now. And that what used to be a mortgage that used to be like the higher end of what you would pay on a mortgage with a with a you know moderate down payment yeah i mean absolutely and and for sure i think there's been you know even for me i've been doing this for 16 years and this is the highest we've seen interest rate that i have and and i think that right. you know we we talked today that interest rates probably will get down to maybe four percent like that's might be where they land i don't even know if they'll go down to three percent because inflation they might not be able to 
get it to two for a while. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to have to get used to some of these lower interest rates. But people in, in the lower mainland are very payment conscious. They're not so as price conscious because we've gotten used to these the prices that just seem out of touch with reality, you know, and especially compared to the rest of Canada. So when, you know, when payments are, when the payments are lower, you're like, okay, I can afford that. And yes, as they've gone up, it's taken buyers out of the market, but the supply is just chronically low. We, we need to be building and it's great that we're building. And that is the crux of why prices have actually still been going up because over the last six months, East Van Detached has gone up 10% in price. Wow. In the last six months. Yeah. Even with all this 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 bank of canada you know tension that comes into play each time there's that even a, a small incremental increase it can mean a lot to the bottom line and and not having the 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 hoped effect on cooling our market so what are you seeing out there when when you're out there and you're selling like what's hot and what's not right now is there sort of well, categories for that or is everything hot no, for sure. It's it's definitely categories. So the lower end price point of just about every category is hot, um, especially townhouses, you know, in the one to one to one point three million dollar range. Um, you know, and it's easier to get a mortgage under a million dollars. So under a million is definitely hot. Um, but like East Van or North Van and Burnaby, those starter homes are still a hot commodity. Um, because just of the price point and I'm not by any means saying they're affordable but they are they look affordable so when you get into the three million dollar mark it definitely has slowed down um and you know that's that's a big ticket item it's harder to get a mortgage at that price you definitely need renters and rent and the banks have been not always calculating all the rent that comes in they might take half of it or add it to your income which is often what they do Mm. so it's harder to qualify you know so homes that were three and a half million, four million dollars have have probably come off in price where the the starter homes and the starter condos have not because again there's this low supply. And you know, you, you mentioned um like Fairview Slopes, if you look at um, Mount Pleasant, there's a bunch of places that have shared laundry and that'll be I, I have most of my first time buyers or buyers of condos saying I have to have in three laundry so it's a challenge. Yeah. You know, just to get some of those places sold. When you talk about the have-to-haves, more often it seems now because people perhaps stretch their dollar to the nth degree to get into the housing market in the first place, I'm hearing people say, I have to sell my house for a certain amount. What do you say to people who come into the situation and say, Doug, I want to list my place. I have to sell it for this much. What do you say to them? Well, I for sure understand that. I mean, and I usually have a conversation about why that is and what are the reasons and, you know, whether that's their, if the, yes, if they're selling a condo and they need that much to move up or whatnot. Um, but my approach is I always say to people, I got to be honest and I wouldn't, you know, I don't want to come across and get, say, yeah, I can get that for you. And there's a, there's a term in the industry called buying a listing where you just, you just are the yes person and agree to everything. And then for, you know, a month later, you're, you're hitting them up for price reductions. I don't think that's doing a good, I don't think that's good service. I think you need to show people the reason why the value is what it is. Let's say 1.7 for their home and they want almost 2 million for it. And, you know, I would say, Hey, it's not there right now. Um, you know, we could try, but I think I, I would set up the expectation that we are very much more looking at this range. Um, because I don't want to, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to mislead people. I don't want to mislead people and I don't want to, 
uh, you know, have them have unrealistic expectations. So I do get people saying that, but I'm always realistic. And if I don't get the listing, then I'm, you know, I'm okay with that because they, uh, it's not, it's, it's not probably going to happen. Like if it's worth 1.7 and somebody wants 2 million, why, you know, why the, the only time I said this, the only time people overpay for a house is when it's in multiple offers. So if you price a 1.7 at 1.5, you might get 15 offers and it'll go for more than 1.7. That's when, you know, quote unquote, somebody might overpay. Right. But you have to be comfortable listing at 1.5, even though you, quote unquote, have to have two million for your your space. It's it's a dance and it's it, having the ethical piece from your pers- perspective in your role is a big part of this, like having that conversation with people, because the desperation that comes with rising interest rates when your mortgages uh, go up each each and every week and it hits your bottom line, people get a little bit desperate in this and start trying to game the system. And that's not where we're at. I'm hearing from you. No, no, it's not. I mean, really, you know, we we hit a peak in, in March, March, April of 2022. So you know, how many people bought their homes in that stretch, maybe from January to, you know, April, those might be some people that are feeling a pinch because they, if they pay peak prices and it's come off, but they were qualified. I mean, I think the thing that's really saving the Canadian housing market is that having that, um, the stress test. And because you have to qualify at 2% points higher, you are, according to the bank, and generally you are able to make those payments. Now it sucks and you're not going on a vacation that year and you're not maybe mm-hmm. getting a new car and all those sort of things, but they have stress tested you, um, you know, for that, for that amount. So, and again, not many people, not too many people got, you know, a $3 million mortgage at 2.4% and are now at 5% and can barely afford it. Like the, I, the economist again today, somebody asked him how many defaults are you having? He said like almost none, like virtually, so, so statistically low, like under 1%. So that the banking system here and the way that we have regulated it, I think is what gives a lot of, con- again, a piece that gives a lot of confidence to the market. It's a really good point. And, and a good news story, as much as those stress tests are painful, they're there for a reason. Doug Gibson, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, Jody.